Today, we'll talk about removing old content from your radio station website. It could actually help your website grow. This is Better Radio Websites, the podcast for radio professionals who want to see their website generate more traffic and revenue. Each week, your host, Jim Sherwood, and his special guests give you time-tested tips and secret tricks to ensure your radio station dominates digital in your market. Here we go. Hi, it's Jim, and welcome to Better Radio Websites. The podcast wants to help you get more visitors and the most revenue from your radio station website. Thanks a lot for tuning in this week. Well, this past week, we got a call from a radio station asking if their news post could be set to automatically expire after a certain day and time. For example, you post a local news story about a new farmer's market being held in the downtown square this Saturday. Well, on Sunday, that news story is going to be old news, and you really run the risk of someone reading it and thinking that it's the following Saturday instead of the one that just passed. So their question is very valid. However, there are certain implications to consider whenever you remove any content from your website. The main one is Google, as well as other search engines. When Google indexes website content so it can be found in their search results, they expect that content to be there. When someone clicks on a link in their search result and they find a page missing error, well, the search engine, whomever it may be, gets a ping back saying that there are errors on that website. Therefore, they can penalize your entire website, not just the missing post, for the content that is no longer there. That could be a very bad thing. Google's mission since its inception has been to, quote unquote, organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful, end quote. Now, they've kind of shifted that slightly to serve only the most relevant information that is useful, but old information is no longer relevant or useful. So the, really the biggest problem is that those bots that index all of this content, they have no way of knowing if your content is still useful and relevant or if it's old stuff. Now, if it could find a way to do that, then it would solve all of this, but we're not there yet. I've always been told never to remove anything from the internet because it could hurt your search engine optimization of your website as a whole. Now, I can understand major things like switching domains and all of those domains are out there in search engine land and people are could be clicking on those kinds of things and that could be horrible for a, a domain's a search engine optimization or even pages on your website that get deleted that have gained a lot of traffic over the years, like evergreen content, things that really don't expire that people link back to every so often, or even in a historical post that could be on your website for a long period of time. I can see if you deleted those that there would be a problem, but a news story about a farmer's market happening this weekend, I think you're going to be okay there. Now Google's people have different now Google's spokespeople have different views about the ideas of removing old content. Google's Gary Elise, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, talked about removing content a couple years ago saying that quote, "It's not guaranteed that you'll see any positive effect from that." unquote. John Muller, also from Google, also mentioned in a Google Webmaster Hangout, then quote, improving it means that rankings can only go up, whereas by removing it can cause loss of rankings instead of gains that some people think content removals will do, end quote. Now, both of these Googlers go against the idea of content removal. However, Google's Michael Wazamarinsky said back in 2011, quote, 
In addition, it's important for webmasters to know that low-quality content on part of a website can impact the site's ranking as a whole. Removing low-quality pages or moving them to a different domain could help your rankings for higher-quality content, end quote. So these recommendations, all from people at Google, go against each other. <laughs> so which tactic is the right one? Google defines quality content as useful and informative, more valuable and useful than other websites that it can be found on, credible, high quality, and engaging. How much of your old content checks all these boxes, or most of them? As a radio station, I believe it's safe to assume that your listeners and website readers are most concerned about what's happened recently, like within the last week or so, what's happening right now, and what could be affecting them in the coming days. It would be much different if you were a business blogging about how to properly change a tire, repair a window, or even paint a fireplace. I mean, that kind of content is more evergreen than the daily news content that we're more than likely populating our websites with. If you are producing daily content, as you should, if to keep those radio listeners coming back to your website on a consistent basis, then any hit you might receive from Google from a missing post from a year ago is more than likely going to be like inconsequential because you're delivering more relevant content each day to replace that. A year or so ago, HubSpot CRM, they deleted 3,000 posts from their blog and they don't do news. Most of their stuff is uh, SEO related, helping your business grow, that type of stuff, really evergreen type stuff but they deleted 3,000 of those posts and their SEO improved dramatically. We have a link to uh, what they did and how their scores changed in the show notes, so please go check that out. If you do want your content to stay on your website forever, that's cool. You can do that. You should do some things, though, in order to prevent somebody from seeing that content and considering it as outdated like uh, writing content in such a way that no specific dates are inferred. For example, uh, take our farmer's market example. Uh, we could make the title Farmer's Market Weekend, and that's it. And then go back, edit the article afterwards so that we can tell what happened instead of what's going to happen. And what that does is that actually gives us more content. We're actually double-feeding the SEO goodness off of that one news post. We posted it before, and then we went back and then edited it later. We actually get twice the power off of that one news article. You can also edit the title so that the reader knows that the context is expired and no longer relevant. For example, going back and just changing the title to expired or something like that at the beginning or at the end. You can also change the category of your post so that it remains on your website but it's no longer maybe visible on the homepage along with the other current information. If you want to remove your old content, investigate plugins that can help you do this, especially if you're a, a WordPress user. These can actually expire your post on a specific date and time, and you can choose that when you write the post. Publish Press Future is one of them. It's formerly known as Post Expirator. Uh, it's a free plugin that can help you do that, and there's a link to that in the show notes as well. If you do have a plugin in place for expiring old content, then well, then there really needs to be a plan among your content creators. Number one, authors should know what is to be considered historical or evergreen content and then be left with no expiration. 
They should also have a consensus on what typical expiration dates should be. Some may think a post should expire within 30 days. Another person may think, oh, well, that's going to be expired in two days. And then another person may say, well, no, I might find that useful next month or six months from now or next year. So there really needs to be a consensus on the dates that you're going to choose. In addition to starting a plan now and making all of the posts have an expiration date, you want to audit your old content as well, removing all of that old stuff. Now, there are some website crawlers out there that you can use to help you out with this. What they're going to do is evaluate these to see what's been getting a lot of visits and what hasn't been. And there's a list to these uh, in the show notes, Screaming Frog, Deep Crawl, One Crawl, Site Bulb, and Botify. These can help you find which of these posts are really getting a lot of shares and a lot of page traffic still, even though you may not know about it. You or somebody on your staff will probably want to go through old posts yourselves and actually delete them out of your old archives. And when you do this, use Google's definition of quality content as a litmus test for this. With each post, you want to ask yourself, is this post no longer useful or informative? Is it no longer more valuable here than anywhere else it can be found? Is it no longer credible? Is it no longer high quality? And is it no longer engaging? If it doesn't check any of those boxes, boom, delete it. Or edit it so that it does check one of those boxes. Because even old content still can give you value on your website. And once you're expiring posts on a consistent basis, you may want to have a plan in place to checking the value of these over time because you may have found that a post initially set to expire within 10 or 15 days has been shared out like crazy on social media or it's getting a lot of traffic. Well, then that end date may need to be extended some so some of those late shares do not see a missing page whenever they click on it. If they see a missing page, that can hurt your website reputation. Let's not even put the Google uh, aspect into it at all. You're going to get a visitor on your website seeing a page that is not there that they expected to be. Unless a post has a specific end date like our farmer's market event this Saturday, then really it's safe to pick a generic date in the future, like six months to a year, right around that time for an expiration date. So you may ask, okay, what if an outdated post shows up in my Facebook memories? Don't click it and don't share it. Those are really only for you to see, and your readers will not see it unless you share it. The Search Engine Journal did a fantastic article a few years ago, and it was titled, How and Why You Must Improve or Remove Old Content. I have a link to it here in the show notes. It's at searchenginejournal.com. They go into detail on things to look for in your audits and even scenarios where you want to keep and remove certain posts. It's well, well worth to read. And if you're having somebody on your staff go through and actually uh, look through and delete all of your old content, be sure that they have read this before they do that. So wrapping up, should you remove old content? Our stand is absolutely yes, especially if the content is news-related, not historical or evergreen in nature, and it's older than a year. There's really no reason to keep all of that stuff on your website. Removing the old content can also help your website from a server perspective as well. With all of that old content removed, your backups will be smaller and much easier and faster to reinstate if your website, God forbid, ever goes down due to a hacker intrusion. So if you're one of those who are developing the website yourself, in-house, or DIY, then this is one of the big factors for you. You and your people will appreciate knowing that. 
Do you need help with your radio station website? Please reach out to us. We're here to help you at skyrocketradio.com. Have an awesome week online making your radio station website better. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Better Radio Websites. Inspired by today's episode? Be sure you are subscribed and share this episode with a friend. Visit skyrocketradio.com forward slash podcasts for more episodes as well as show notes for this episode. Need help starting or making your station website better? Visit skyrocketradio.com.